What is up, everybody? It is Tuesday night, not Thursday night for the, what are we going to call it? It is the uh, delayed Doc Talk. Um, buckle up, grab yourself something cold to drink, and kick your feet up, because we're about to go live. Well, we are live. See, it's been too long. I'm gonna learn how to intro this show. I don't know when it's gonna be, but I'm gonna get it. How are we doing, gentlemen? Welcome back to welcome back, previous offenders to the Doc Talk Show here on the Jackson Kayak uh, networks of stuff. Yeah, the the <laughs> people affiliation of of all things great Jackson yeah. Kayak Ryan Coolers. Jackson Kayak, Orion Coolers. We've got we got all kinds of stuff to talk about tonight. Um, starting over here on, well, he's on my right, but he's probably on the left. But Michael Black, intro. Tell us about yourself. Uh, Again. Yeah, I'm uh, sorry if I'm I'm a little tired. Uh, I just finished ten days in a row of ice fishing trips uh, up here in vermont and new hampshire uh mike blatt tbc guides and uh we're normally kayak fishing when there's no ice but i mean we have 14 to six inches of ice in most of the places i'm fishing right now and uh there's a foot of snow on my table outside and uh yeah phil saw his shadow in seconds so i'm pretty sure we have what's today so yeah we got at least two or three more weeks of this um it's it's just fantastic and new member of orion team which is really cool uh i can't wait to get back into my jackson kayak uh to be one of those active jackson kayak team members once again once this ice thaws is that official are you officially saying it right here on doc talk you are ready for the ice to be over no 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 when i thought i had you thought i had no no i mean We'll talk about size later. The fish just keeps getting bigger <laughs> in my head. It's been it's been a great year. You guys have had some good fish, I will say. Mr. <laughs> Jason Cassidy, welcome back to uh, the Jackson Orion Podcast Network. What's up, Chad? What's up, Matt? Uh, uh, sorry, Rip, to your weather up there, brother. Uh, even though you, it sounds good to you, to everyone else, it sounds terrible i i i couldn't imagine uh a foot of snow right now i'm in gunnersville alabama it's gorgeous we're here at the state park uh getting ready for a, a really big tournament this weekend and uh yeah the snow is the last thing that uh we have on our mind down here in sunny alabama 200 <laughs> 235 235 
probably one of the biggest uh, non-championship uh, kayak tournaments um, out there. And, uh, you know, kudos. Uh, Steve Owens over there at Bassmaster. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, that change has done good. Steve's a great dude. Got to meet up with him at Chickamauga. Um, you know, shoot the shoot the breeze a little bit. Uh, big big things for uh, BASS this year. Hopefully, uh, y'all can come out and check it out. It's it's a pretty good deal. Yes, sir. Going to be a big going to be a big time. Going to be interesting to see who wins. We've got some elite series pros mm-hmm. in the house for the uh, Bassmaster Kayak uh, event. Um, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. Got a lot of big names on a big place. Do you feel like it's going to be crowded any at all? That many people? Yeah. And, (laughs) you know, the new dynamic this year is with the the designated launch sites, right? And Gunnersville is 75 miles long. I mean, it's a huge body of water, 70,000 acres. So you've got a lot of access areas you can fish. But um, when you break it down to 25 different launch ramps and you've got 235 people, the days of launching with you and a buddy, probably gone. And um, mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> camaraderie can come in real quick uh, at 6 a.m. at the boat ramp, you know, with you and 20 or 30 of your homies. Um, I, I think it's going to be awesome. It's it's going to really uh, show out with, um, you know, some some strategies. How Where are you going to go first? Because that little sweet spot that was close to the ramp that – you know, might have been number two or number three, and you want to hit mm-hmm. that little spot and work your way back. You can't do that anymore because you might have to uh, protect home base. You know what I mean? So, I'm right. I'm looking forward to seeing how it plays out. Uh, I like the designated launches personally. Um, I like you know bumping elbows with everybody first thing in the morning. I think it's pretty cool. Um, and yeah, we yeah, it should be pretty fun, man. Jason, what what is what is the thing that you constantly forget at a quick launch back in your truck back trailer like what's that one thing that you just you get out on the water and you're like damn it or you're just stepping on and you got to pull your boat to the side and go back and get it 360 light <laughs> every yeah. time 60 percent yeah 100 percent. i i hate that light um i mean no offense yak attack i, lo- I love your product um i'm running a uh a new one this year. I'm running the Yellow Tech. It's got the uh, the 360 light and it's got the Tacticam attached to it. Um, I've got one. I've got a juice bank and a Tacticam behind me recording you recording me. I I don't know how this is even going to work, but it should look pretty cool. But the 360 light is definitely my biggest pain in the butt. I always forget that thing. Always. If if I'm local. Sorry. <laughs> hey, just saying. Hey, forget about I'm it. at home. I'm at home. I got four lights on. I got lights on my kayak. I'm going anyway. Forget it. I'm, I'm I did have a couple days. Uh, I had a couple days last year when I started pedaling out on my NAR. And I'm, you know, I, I, I like to pedal to my spots before I use my trolling motor. Mm-hmm. And then I go to reach for the remote for my trolling motor. And I'm like, oh my God. Luckily, it's a 700 acre lake. So, you know, I don't get that far, but I'm just, oh, got to go back to the truck, got to get the remote for the trolling motor. Because, uh, you know, I didn't, they they still haven't gotten stock on that 
the iPilot link to connect to my head unit for my hummingbird to connect the Minn Kota. So I love you, Minn Kota. Nothing against you, but please send me this accessory so I can use it. I can control it from my screen and I don't need the remote. Now, for me, I, I'm going to be real honest, especially anybody that's frequented this show before knows all about protein Pop-Tarts and everything else that we've talked about on this show. <laughs> you and get it, Chad. You you, no offense, Matt, Matt, he just broke the ice. You know what I'm saying? I, I forget the snacks. Snacks, sunglasses. Hmm. Nine times out of ten. Those are mine snacks yeah. and sunglasses i'll go back and get the sunglasses but i never get the snacks yeah nicole my my new fiance she she never ever lets me forget the snacks the waters uh that's the first thing that goes on the the boat before tackle bags rods fish finders anything it's food she makes her uh, and that's that's why that's why he got rid of the old fiance yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my what happened to the old one <laughs> right, right. Me, man, you know now i will say this I, i'm gonna hire me an intern to follow me around and hold on to my camera and my snacks so anybody looking Ooh. for a job hit me up i got a, I got a position for you um, yeah you work for chad media um so Kayak season's here. Michael, you've been, or been running around ice fishing like mad all winter long. You've had a heck of a season, man. You've you've put some people on some trophy fish, and you have caught some oh, big fish man. yourself. You know, I, uh, I, I don't know if I can call him an intern, um, but I do have to give a shout-out to the guy who rebuilt my website uh, he was a freshman at Dartmouth College last year. He's a sophomore this year. I don't know what this kid did to my website and my Google ranking, but every time I step on the ice, maybe an hour goes by before I get an email or a phone call. Somebody else found me on, on the internet and wants to go learn how to ice fish. Mm -hmm. um, it, and it's been incredible. I think I've done over 30 trips this year with different families, uh, couples, just uh, groups of kids. Uh, last week finished a week long. So up here we have February break. So mm -hmm. uh, President's Day week, these kids are out of school for a solid week. Now I grew up that way in New Orleans, Mardi Gras week every year. We're off for a week. And uh, I hadn't really seen that until I got up to the Northeast. So as a parent, I know there's a lot of things that, you, that your kid's home for a week. You know, what do you do your mm -hmm. child? And there's only so many things to do. So what I did is I, I took the ice fishing guided experience that can sometimes, you know, price people out. You know, if you're a family, you want to learn how to ice fish or do something like this, you know, throwing a few hundred bucks down is not, it's not for everybody. So what I right. did is I broke it down kind of per kid. You know, we like it was like a certain price per kid per day, three to five days they could do the camp. And one day I had eight kids on the ice learning how to ice fish. Wow. And we started out on a little pond, did some yellow perch, some bluegill, got a couple bass, then we went to pike. Then we went to the big lake and went for pike and smallmouth. And and it and these kids over the course of two or three days, five days, learned a lot how to do it all on their own. And 
the uh, the big trophy fish this year was on Saturday afternoon. Uh, a lot of ice fishermen I know they pack up at noon. They pack mm. up at one. They're done. They think the ice doesn't the the fish don't bite on the ice uh, afternoon until you wait for sundown. But for some reason that day we had two almost ten pound forty inch northern pike on this lake bite two of them in the span wow. of two hours. And wow. uh, I, I love catching pike open water. It's a lot of fun, but it's hard. It's a grind. Mm -hmm. This lake, the water is so clear. One of the only times you can pick off these fish at this size is under the ice in the dark with live bait uh, on a hook, on a string, mm -hmm. you know, and, and you're reeling these things in by hand. Uh, you know, you, I don't know if you guys have, have ever ice fished, but uh, you know, when you set up your line, it's when you grab that fish, you, your, your line in your hand, you are rarely using a fishing rod to reel in these fish. Right. And um, I've got some new skin on one, two, three, four fingers. Uh, that's what 12 days on the ice will do to you. And uh, it was about negative four last Saturday. I know, Jason, wow. that's a little much for you to hear right now. Uh, but that's that's where the shelter comes into place. But yes, Chad, long answer to your short question. It has been an amazing season. Uh, it's been an amazing season for my business. Um, and this time last year, I think I was trying to outfit my Jackson kayak uh, mm -hmm. piece by piece to be ready to to get into what I thought was going to be a, my busy season. But honestly, the winter has been busy in my summer right now. <laughs> it's been great. Now, talking about preparing for the season, we've already brought up the uh, traditional protein Pop-Tarts on Doc Talk. Um, Jason, I know you are a fitness guru of sorts you uh work with planet fitness in your local area and um inhabit the gym from uh north to south across the midwest so what are you guys doing to prepare i know michael for you you're you're hustling you're out there you're running uh to tip up to tip up jason you're out there i mean you had a short break here during the off season but you stayed going and now you're out there pedaling every single day in your Jackson big rig trying to get ready to go. So what do you guys, what's some tips and tricks uh, for the preparation side that you guys are doing to keep yourself ready? Uh, well, for me, it's, it's just simply trying to keep active. Now from a physical standpoint, uh, going to planet fitness, whenever I get the opportunity uh, when we're on the road or, or definitely every day when we're back in Indiana, um, just staying physically moving physically fit uh when you're when you're pedaling or paddling a kayak uh for eight nine or like today almost 12 hours you have to you you have to be in some sort of shape or, or you're gonna be in a lot of pain uh, we were talking before the show came on um one thing i didn't really take into account is that that casting motion um over and over and over again when i got down to chickamauga last week uh, that that right shoulder boy i mean a half ounce spinner bait doesn't sound like much but when you throw it for 10 <laughs> hours like oh my God. you know they, they there's no smith machine for that you know there, there's nothing no. that will help uh that but um i mean just through through last week and the past couple of days here at gunnersville i mean that's kind of already worked itself out 
and the six miles I put on the, the pedal uh, drive today um, was was nothing. Um, no big deal at all because you stay active uh, in the gym during the off season. I gave my brain a rest of fishing in the off season, so I came out you know fresh, recharged, ready to to hit it. You know, I, I might have not fished since the uh, pro am there in November, Chad, but um, <laughs> I, I was ready to get after it. I was ready to get after it. The old pro am. <laughs> the, the pro am. It, it was it was pretty good uh, charity event uh, down there that uh, we didn't expect there was going to be. Uh, oh, there's there they people spent more time practicing for that pro am charity event. Uh, than they do here for a 235 angler field for Bassmaster. So they there all week. <laughs> Everybody's got their own championship. So uh, <laughs> stay active, so stay stay mentally focused uh, and physically active, man. And it, it's it's that repetitive motion that you know that routine that you get into, and it's it'll help you you know push through that early season grind. Um, out there on that water because you, you don't want to mishap. I mean, it's it's nice, sunny. I got a burnt nose. I, my hands are burnt. Um, I mean, it's it was 75 degrees here today, but I mean, mm-hmm. the water water temperature still, you know, in the, the upper 50s, low 60s. And if you go over, um, you know, you're, you're talking about a combined temperature there that's less than 120. So it's it's not a good situation. So uh, staying mentally sharp and physically uh, in shape is is crucial earlier in the year. And God forbid if you fall through where Michael's at, um, fourteen inches of ice. I hope you ain't falling through. I hope not, man. I, <laughs> you know, the, so so two two weeks ago uh, we had some fifty degree days up here. We had some rain. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, on social media, I had a few people comment like, "Where is he taking these kids? Does he have a boat big enough?" And uh, the the rumor, you know, we had, you know, like you have in every sport, uh, you know, you have some people that shouldn't go where they they did. Mm-hmm. And we had three people on Lake Champlain who Oof. went out on vehicles and fell through the ice and did not live to tell the tale. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lake Champlain is about an hour and a half north from me, but they think Vermont is the same wherever. So I had Mm -hmm. clients calling me, parents of kids from the camp calling me like, hey, just heard about this. And I would have to go to the body of water, make a video for each of them with my bass board to show them the thickness of the ice. Mm -hmm. And I went to all those spots. You know, Chad, uh, you asked a very poignant question. How do you find these fish for your clients? I go fish every day that I can. And during the ice season, it's very important because Mm -hmm. you have to measure the ice so you know it was it was we had a lot of rumors going around and on saturday of last weekend when those big fish were caught nobody else was on a 700 acre frozen lake Hmm. nobody and i mean yeah guys the ice is really not safe don't come out here right now just go go south. Go join the two hundred thirty people on you know in Alabama, and you know go 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 to your kayaks. Go for it. Just you know leave me and my fish alone. Uh, it's it, it's been it, it's been a, a you know kind of a sweet sorrow where the bait shops might not be able to stay open as long because not as many people are ice fishing. Mm-hmm. So you know now I have to go out and catch my own bait. So none, another skill is going to have to get learned. 
So are you just, is the hustle, is that what's keeping you in shape to keep the grind going? Oh man. Uh, it's so now that I have more guests coming out on the ice, I, 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 I try to keep the limit at like eight people. You know, I have my, my ice shelter holds nine. So on a cold day, I can fit nine comfortably for, you know, as a warming hut, basically. Um, so I bought more gear, right? Well, now I have to have two sleds to pull mm -hmm. that gear. So that's gotten heavier. And it was fine when it was solid ice, but now we have this fresh snow that's fallen. So of the 10,000 to 15,000 steps that my phone tracks every day, I mean, that's a sled pull. This is people at CrossFit, uh, you know, myself included 10 years ago, used to pay $400 a month to pull weights across, you know, a parking lot. And mm -hmm. that's what I'm doing every single day. And I cannot wait to pedal the NAR as soon as, you know, the, the fishing is on for the spring. Cause I, I feel like I'm going to pe be pedaling faster. Right. Uh, my, my iPhone in, what was it? December, two weeks after ice season started, sends me a message. Hey, we've noticed you've been more active for the first time in three months than you have been, <laughs> you know, it's like, Keep it, keep it up. And it's just, you know, you judgmental piece of technology crap. Just leave <laughs> me alone. I'm getting back into running shape on the ice. You know, you're wearing spikes on your shoes, mm. but it is a core workout because you're trying not to lose your footing as at the same time as you're running to these flags, you know, catching fish. I and, mean, you uh, get, you get shorts and a pair of tennis shoes on. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're going to think that, you're an Olympian. So there are people that are running around the lake in their shorts, you know, making you feel like a slob while you're out there with your big float pants and, and things like that. But as Jason said, uh, one of the things that I have to start doing now is getting the, the wrists ready to hold mm -hmm. that rod pitch in that half ounce jig head, um, you know, constantly and that constant retrieve. I remember a trip I took last year, this guy and I were on our third hour and we, we had a pretty good day. And I said, hey, we've got another hour. You know, where do you want to go the other side of the lake? Uh, you know, we could fish right here. He's like, well, let's pedal somewhere because my my hands need a break. And this guy, he was in shape. You know, he worked out. And I I never heard that from a guest before. So it's it's a it's a thing. And I've I got some weights under my desk. I'm going to start doing kind of my my wrist rolls and things like that. And uh, yep, all of that jazz. And making sure that I switch between my bait caster and my my spinning reel. And then I, I got into fly fishing for pike last year. So mm -hmm. that was interesting. This shoulder right here definitely, uh, you know, hadn't done much uh, until that. So the first week of that is going to be fun this year, too. <laughs> so talking about the mental side, we've got three different genres here. Really, I do a lot of uh, content creation. Michael, you're a... Uh, you're a fishing guide and Jason, you're down there chasing the tournament dream. Um, what do you guys do to stay mentally on this thing? Cause you know, Jason, you're, you're looking to cash a check You're Your focus is getting those bites, getting those five good bites to make sure that you're in the top certain percent. So you can cash a check for the tournament. Michael, you're, you've got clients that have come out, they've paid, you know, what goes through your mind, you know, when you're out there and, and some time has passed and maybe you've not seen the fish for a minute, they've moved or, or whatever. 
how do you how do you stay focused and compete with that mentally um, as far as keeping your clients on fish? Uh, so I I will make fun of myself at one point during a trip mm-hmm. uh, where somebody might ask me, you know, how did you become a fishing guide or, you know, how did how did you end up from New Orleans to a ski instructor to, you know, the wine industry to what you're doing now. And, and I, I just, I tell them what someone asked me a couple of years ago, one of my wife's classmates uh, while she was getting her MBA, you know, how, how do you know what to say to these people when they take them fishing? And I looked at him and I said, you know, I say about 60 to 70 different things about what's going to work. And then when they catch a fish, after I say that one or two, you know, second thing, that's the one they remember. They're like, oh my God, it's exactly what you said. Like, yes, that's exactly what I said. That's the 59th thing that I said. Uh, it's, it's keeping positivity. Mm-hmm. It's uh, kind of making fun of yourself a little bit about that. Uh, one of the things that I would implore other guides not to do is talk about how big a fish they caught there one time that their client's not catching there right now. Uh, you know, this is why they call it fishing, not fish catching. Right. Um, it's more of talking, asking them questions about their life. You know, what do you do? If it's a couple, where did y'all meet? And there's always a funny story in there. So you keep it lighthearted. And the great thing about kayak fishing is you're not just casting a rod on a boat all day. You know, Mm -hmm. you are constantly having to instruct them on their paddle stroke or the ruddering and the pedal. And, uh, you know, maybe they're going to stop and stand and cast. And so there's something else to coach them on where they're listening to you coach them on a certain skill or a technique. And then a fish will bite after you coach them on something new that they change in what they're doing. And then they see the value in the experience. Right. That's uh, I, I, I have had trips on those days where there are no fish and uh, luckily there's one or two and they're always within the first five minutes. So there's five minutes of glory. And then there's three, three hours and 47 minutes of having to put up with me and my jokes and no more fish. Hey. Ain't nothing wrong with a good dad joke, man. <laughs> dad jokes, dad. Hey, if anybody can tell a good dad joke, it's Jason Cassidy. <laughs> let me tell you. Uh, let's, let's see if Jason knows this one. What do you call a fish with no eyes? <laughs> guys heard it right here. There you talk, go. Jackson Kayak.talk. Visit us at jacksonkayak.com. We've got more dad jokes. Um, yeah. And so there, Jason, goes look, yeah. there goes the viewership. Um, so Jason, what do you do? How does your mental focus preparation go down when you're looking at these events? I mean, you've got X amount of days of practice. You've got uh, getting a camper there, getting it set up. You got the dogs. You got the wife. You've got work. You've got all these things revolving around the tournament. Not to keep bringing it up while you're trying to focus on the tournament, but. Mm-hmm. How do you get how do you get yourself geared in and keep that positiveness going? Well, the biggest the biggest thing for me, and I, I was talking with um, a buddy of mine, uh, Chipper Monovich. He's actually camping right down the way here. Is your home life and my home life 
travels with me everywhere I go, and she is by far my biggest fan. So that is a huge, gigantic roadblock that I don't have to deal with that a lot of people do. You know, they have to deal with their their wife or girlfriend or a significant other, you know, like, what are they doing? Um, Mm -hmm. Am I doing everything I can to take care of them? Am, Am I providing as a man? Am I doing, doing, and I can check that box right off. You know, I don't have to worry about that because she's got my back and mm. she, she pushes me to, to do more. Um, and I, I'm blessed in a work situation to where like Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, I, I can go through a lot of emails from about 10 o'clock to two o'clock. Uh, a, that's usually a downtime in the bite window. Um, and it's a, it's a good reset for me. Like today, the, the fishing was tough. It was bluebird skies, uh, post front. We had like really windy, rough conditions yesterday and the fish were chewing today. Not so much. Um, and at a couple hours in, you know, I went through my emails and I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, I, I need to sell some beer here, here, and here, uh, hooked up with this distributor here. And, and, you know, 45 minutes of emails going back and forth. All of a sudden, I'm I'm like, oh yeah, hell, I'm this is beautiful. I'm in Gunnersville, Alabama. It's 75 degrees, and I get a fish, and all is well, you know. So mm-hmm. if you can get yourself sometimes out of the fishing because it's getting really bad, um, that can be a good thing, you know. Don't always think you got to grind, 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 focus, 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 fishing, fishing, fishing. Sometimes you need to take a, you know, Paul Abdul, two steps forward, three steps back and get back into, you know, something else and and then look at the fishing and things will come, things will come that way. So um, having a work life fishing and then of course a home balance um, makes a, makes a huge difference. Uh, The dogs are, they're, they're in their, you know, portable fence right now behind me. Don't hear them. They're chilling. They're good. Um, we got the camper here. No problem. I pulled it. Nicole pulled the uh, boats. Uh, she pulled the big rig and the bite uh, FDs down here and on the new Tennessee trailer. It worked out great. It was a little nervous for me uh, sitting there following her. Uh, <laughs> but uh, she she was awesome. She she did a really good job through the mountains and everything. And uh, She's going to be got- well decent by the time the year's over. Oh, she's, she's going to be killing it. Um, we're going to work on backing it up, you know, but um, before too long, I, I think she'll be, uh, I'll be ready to be in the seat. I'll be, I'll be in my, my comfort seat uh, going down the ramp and she's just going to, you know, I'm, I'm going to be doing one of these numbers and be like, all right, you're good. And she's going to take off. I'm just going to be in the boat and we're already gone. You know what I mean? That would be, uh, we'll see if we that, tried that once. <laughs> we've tried that once it didn't work out so well but we have tried it uh me and mr grubbs um so i wanted a quick story on distracting yourself from that bite oh absolutely uh, th- this past weekend i had a couple in the morning it was the it was negative four degrees at 6 a.m and i was hoping it was going to be above zero by the time they got on the ice <laughs> and uh we, we had a couple flags you know a couple fish and then we had a big lull 
and it's like 1130 and uh, every trip, if I feel like it's, you know, a cool couple or, you know, somebody that I, I always carry a, a victory beer on me, you know, from mm -hmm. a local brew, either New Hampshire or Vermont. And I'll say, guys, you know, it's I mean, it's Saturday, it's 1130. I, I brought a couple beers for you guys for a victory beer if you want to, you know, open one. Uh, but we got to open them at the same time. And sometimes when you open a beer, that's when the flags go up. And I said, all right, here's what we're going to do. So I, I was like, all right, you guys, you got to open at the same time. It's got to hiss at the same time. It's got to crack at the same time. Mm -hmm. And they did that. And I swear to God, we should have been filming this. As soon as they did it, flag in the distance went up. And we darted to it. And that was the biggest fish of the day. It, I That's mean, awesome. you, could, you can't write stuff like that. But it's, it's just this weird stuff. You know, people... They'll say, stop looking at the flags. Stop talking about fish. Or, what do you do for a living? You know, it's just like, get on, get on another topic. Yeah. You know, stop thinking about the fish. And then you might remember something that somebody said last time, you know, pick a different color lure or just cast over the shoulder when it's not working over there just once. And that's when you get your good bite. Now talking about talking to people and everything that brings up community. Um, which is a big part of fishing, kayak fishing, and what we all do. Um, Jason, for you, you're down at the campgrounds right now. You know, how much of that being immersed in the community and the campgrounds, I mean, how much does that mean to you? What do you take from it um, as far as getting to know these folks um, from other brands, other walks of life? I mean, yeah, well, it's to me, it's everything. I, I mean, we, we talk about, uh that that camaraderie aspect a lot in the kayak fishing industry and it, it's it's not cliche you know what i mean it's a real thing and when people get out you know get offline and disconnect for a little bit and just kind of hang out and get to know each other man it, it is a really cool thing it's hanging out having fun having a few drinks uh, cooking dinner for each other, learning about each individual, you know, outside of Tourney X, you know, I mean, mm -hmm. everybody knows, oh, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. But when you break them down and get to know them, there's a lot of awesome people out there that share, you know, similar likes, obviously, with, you know, fishing. Um, and it's it's a wonderful community that is it's I don't think people get out there and do it enough. Um, and with USA Bass, and that's one of the things that we really want to get into is having that camaraderie, having the meetup afterwards, uh, mm -hmm. to where everybody can hang out, rub elbows with each other, maybe talk a little smack, um, but meet each other and hang out in a community format and, and build that camaraderie that, um, it's, it's everything. I mean, we're, we've never been so disconnected as a community um as a, in, at least in our country um mm -hmm. if you look at us you know everybody's connected on social media but we're not really that close and the kayak community is a really good way to get close and you know the closer we can get and bond and help each other out get to know each other i mean, the better this thing's going to get and i i don't want to get political but i mean that's that's going to the better our world's going to get, you know what I mean? This mm -hmm. is not a America speech, but if we We're can all, beings. 
yeah, if we could just get together and yeah, we're, we're built to be social people. I mean, that's how God made us. God made us to be social people. And the further isolated we are, the, the worse we're going to be off, man. So getting a kayak, getting a campground, freaking hang out, have some beers, you know, go to Black Dog Brewing Company, stick them in your Orion cooler. And- <laughs> <laughs> now, Michael, you get to hear some amazing stories i'm sure out there doing what you're doing how much when i mean obviously these you're taking them fishing they catch fish they have a good time but as the guide not only you get something else out of it the camaraderie that they bring to you i'm sure you've heard some amazing stories how much does that mean to you i mean as far as getting that connection as a guide meet some great people uh the, the world just gets smaller and smaller uh, you know, people will, uh, find me, you know, I'm getting calls for, you know, summer fishing right now. And, uh, the, the messages on Instagram are, Hey, I just, I got a house on the river. Uh, you know, I want to learn how to fish, uh, you know, what's your schedule like. And so I, I make that phone call and I, I say, I know the river, you know, which, which dock is yours, which house is yours. Is it, you know, which is that your gazebo? Yes, it's that one. I said, oh, I met your daughter last year. She lives in New York. She works in fashion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it's like, that's a good memory. And I said, yeah, you've got great fish under that dock. And, you know, you like, you know more about the fish under their dock than, right. you know, than the house they just bought. Um, the camaraderie aspect and the people that fishing brings together was evident a couple of weeks ago where I had an off day, got to fish on one of the river setbacks on the Connecticut River on the New Hampshire side. And there's a good fishing buddy of mine who is a fourth year resident, anesthesia resident at the hospital out here. And one of the best fly fishermen I've ever met. He still hasn't taken me fly fishing with him, but from what I can tell, he's one of the best fly fishermen I've ever met. Great ice fisherman as well. Mm -hmm. He's out there uh he's about to go on call in like four or five hours and then uh, another friend of mine who was in marketing for a big waste management company not the mob that's that's not (laughs) not 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 slang for the mob um and now started his own property management service company where he does a lot of commercial snow plowing has a lot of trucks that you know basically are working overtime right now we just had him over tonight for dinner came to do our driveway while he was in, you know, on the street. And I, I, I said, come up, we're making fajitas. Anyway, we're all out on the ice together. It's a Tuesday and he brings a cigar and I've got my beer ready for lunchtime or a good fish. And a guy comes walking down to the ice with a camera strapped to his chest. Mm-hmm. And he's been with the local newspaper for 18 years, starts taking pictures of us. And our picture ends up in the paper. You know, it's like, and, and he credits everybody, like Mike and Nate and Mark all hanging out on day off, you know, fishing. And, and, uh, you know, it's, it, it, it was just, it was, it was just a Tuesday, but right. here are these three people from different walks of life that are on the ice at the same time, uh, you know, who are all working at some point that day. I'm the only one with the day off and I'm still out ice fishing. Mm-hmm. Um, and without fishing, we would have nothing else in common. And that's just one of the that's one of the things I love about this this entire community. Yeah, it bridges gaps. I mean, for sure. 
and it it does. And actually, real quick on that community piece, if let's see, I'm an IU guy. I don't know if you can see that there, but uh, go Hoosiers. Uh, but mm-hmm. I, I got uh, yeah some Kyle Burns, uh, Jeff Malott, Cody Milton. There's a basketball game, I guess tonight. Tennessee versus Arkansas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did you take a did you just hey. take a Kentucky hey. hat off and put on a Tennessee hat? Did, 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 I, did I, that, that did was that, really that wrong. Rust. That's a uh, Kentucky. That's Canute, Kentucky. It's black. Canute, Kentucky. Is, uh, hey, if if you're if you're south of the Ohio River and you need a kayak, Canute, Kentucky can hook you up. Um, Can't believe you they're, took they're a Kentucky They're near that terrible town of Lexington, uh, Frankfurt. Uh, you know wherever that Blue Frankfurt. Devil. Who is that? What? What? I don't know. Kentucky sucks. Basketball. I, I'm a Kentucky <laughs> oh my gosh! You just took okay. a Kentucky hat off and put a Tennessee wow. hat on. That's you're yeah. living in danger. Hey, so you much, go man. to Kentucky. You go to they Kentucky. They may not to let buy you kayak. back across the river. You may have to drive around so, Kentucky. Jason, I have a theory on Kentucky. So uh, it was it was Thursday of Final Four. Sorry, Thursday of March Madness. First Thursday of all the games. This was in 2018. It was 2018. And uh, I had to, my wife and my daughter and I, we all had to drive. We were living in Carmel, Indiana at the time. We had to drive down to Tennessee uh, for work. And we stopped at a sports bar mm-hmm. Thursday at 2 p.m. And, you know, all those first rounds of games were on, not a seat in the house on a Thursday. It's it was like nobody in Kentucky worked. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's like every whenever I watch Final Four, we're living in San Diego. We all had to watch it from our computers or secretly on our phones. You know, we could not go out to a sports bar on Thursday at eleven or two, eleven a.m. or two p.m. But yeah, I'm 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 with you. There's there there's some good basketball, but I don't understand what people do on Thursday afternoon in Kentucky. The- we and Jason just not too long ago in January came back from boat show down in Kentucky, uh, Louisville. Um, to tell you a little bit what it is truly like, <laughs> the show is packed all day long. I mean, it's it is nonstop. I broke away for a brief moment, grabbed Jason and I both a bottle of water because our voices are about gone. I mean, we're just one person right after another. The Kentucky game comes on 30 minutes to an hour before that Kentucky game comes on, you just see the crowd just start. And by the time that game starts, that boat show that has been packed all day long for a week is a ghost town. There is nobody. You pull out the lawn chairs, you sit down, and anybody that's got a phone that's working a booth is pretty much watching the ball game. Anybody that's left in the building is coming by and asking what the score is. <laughs> I mean, it, and if it's, you don't watch Kentucky basketball, you were drinking Black Dog beer <laughs> in the booth. At the booth, yeah. <laughs> it it uh, got really like they are serious about their basketball in they Kentucky. Are I mean, for for as bad as Kentucky sucks, you you would think they wouldn't <laughs> care that much, but you know, hey, it's a it becomes a ghost town. 
I, mean, I love the passion they've got for the game. It, it is really cool. Uh, and I love, I love, you know, getting back to, you know, talking smack and bridging gaps. Uh, you know, I'm going to go break bread with these guys here after a bit and cheer on Tennessee. Um, just because I, you know, I like to have a little, little rub there, you know, so I hope Arkansas Razorbacks get their tail kicked by some volunteers tonight and uh, <laughs> go big orange. So, talking about camaraderie, we've got uh, we've got the USA Bassin thing coming up this year, Jason. You've you've uh, been on here a couple times, talked about that. You're heading yeah. that up. Um, I know you're going to be traveling, fishing some tournaments, some bigger tournaments uh, this year. But the real question is: Is Nicole going to step out from behind the shadows this season and come down and, and tackle her first tournament in the USA Bassin Series? Damn. Are you going to be her cheerleader? Oh, hell yeah. For an I, event. She caught her PB last year on West Boggs. We were, uh, we stopped there just traveling through the country and we needed a place to stay for a week before we went to the next tournament. And we were in Lagodi, Indiana, which is a beautiful part of Indiana. It it's called kind of an awesome little lake. And she caught her PB down there. And uh, I, I think she could sweet talk them. You know what I mean? I, th- I think she can catch them. Um, I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna throw this out there. I'm going to throw this out there right here on Doc Talk. I'm going to grant her a free entry to oh, the oh. USA Bassin Division on Lake <laughs> Monroe to come fish it, compete. And hey, I, I, you, have, you cannot compete. You have to be her cheerleader hey, for the day. That's fine. Can I? Yeah, yeah, I can do that. Let's let's do it. Um, okay. I think I think she might surprise some people. You know, you throw she a might mojo. Surprise some people. I think it's time for her to to jump in. This she's gonna be there. She's gonna follow you around all the time. She might as well go fishing. Absolutely. So Just, I think a day where she can get wait, wait, wait. She's not following him. I thought he was tailing her truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's get this. I straight. think it goes both ways. <laughs> hey, it. I mean. You know, we've got a couple graphs, and if if I happen to be, you know, live scoping around, and you know, no, just, no, no, you know, with pom poms, you know, be like, hey, pom pom, cast here, <laughs> pom pom, cast it. But yeah, uh, no, she, I would, I would love to see uh, Nicole get out there and and put a whooping on some of those folks over at the USA Bass and Lake Monroe Division, aka yep, the yep. Dead Sea. Um, you know, yeah. And if if but tell me this, Chad, what if what if Nicole signs up for her first derb mm-hmm. on Lake Monroe, which if, if you cut your teeth in Indiana bass fishing, if you win on Lake Monroe, I mean you that's that's the barrier. You have to win she at Lake Monroe. Quit. Right? It's like a hole in one in 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 golf or an ace in disc golf or a a 300 game your first time out bowling i mean you know nah, because once once she gets that money in her hand she ain't quitting she's coming right back yeah yeah I, <laughs> hey I, I might have to start working man i don't know <laughs> my, my, my wife outfishes me whenever we take a charter in florida uh you know i'll catch one fish and then she will just nail them all afternoon and uh so she's she's former army Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I, I asked her when we first started dating, like right after we got married, uh, said, you know, when can we go to a shooting range? You know, I, I 
and would love to, you know, go, you know, fire some, some weapons that, that you have experience with that I probably never would have held before. Mm-hmm. And she said very calmly and collected, uh, I just, I don't want to make you look bad. <laughs> and I believe her, you know, it's, it's not a challenge. I believe her. So, uh, yeah, I'm, it, it's fishing's my thing. She'll come out on the kayaks, but, and, and out on our boat, but she, she lets me fish. I, I don't, I don't think she actually doesn't like to fish. I just think that she knows that she's going to be better at it because of her patience level. <laughs> Yeah. They do have more patience than us. They do That's have for sure. Um, I'm learning patience through fishing, and it's difficult. <laughs> um, my wife is a reader. She comes out, she reads, you know, but that gets her out on the water with me. Um, she'll find a spot. She'll power pole down, and she likes the power pole just so she can lock in and, uh, yeah, start reading. Hey, get into a book. Yeah. Get into Nicole, a book. Enjoy the air. Nicole's- Nicole's a shooter. She as well. She likes to uh, pull the strings on a bow, and um, you know, if, I think maybe we can. If if she's allowed to uh, bow fish, mm-hmm. the competition ain't got a chance, man. I you know, we could. Uh, we could oh, she just her. walked in. She just walked around the corner. She said, "I want to learn how to shoot a bow." There you go. <laughs> <They're dead fishing. laughs> she just heard that, Jason. <laughs> no, we can, as long as she can put her hand over the, uh, the through and through on the fish on that bass, I mean, you know, you never know. She uh, shot it from a bow, so we can make that happen. I mean, I can hook you up with some quality Asian carp if you want to go that route. Believe <laughs> me. If Believe it has me. anything to do with that death trap of a boat ramp on the White River in Bedford, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. If, if Nicole enters at Monroe, we are all fishing for second place. <laughs> <laughs> That's from the comments. Mr. Chip, thank you for that. I'm yeah, coming she, out uh, of retirement. I mean, nobody's worried. No, no. If, if Nicole's no, in the derby, I've been man, retired too well long. Just, just Venmo me at Jason Cassidy Fishing, uh, and we'll, we'll take care of it. We, you won't even have to get your kayak wet. There you go. So what else uh what else you guys got going on the rest of the year here as things get underway? I know Jason, you're at the event and um Michael, you're getting ready for uh start switching gears into the boats kayak side for the season. Uh what else do you guys got going on this summer? Any big plans? Yeah. Uh I've I've gotten hooked up with uh the number one retailer for Jackson kayaks in the northeast, which is outdoor New England. And uh, we had a, a call today with one of the resorts on the lake that I do all my ice fishing and that I do most of my kayak trips. And we're going to set two demo boats, two Jackson kayaks as demos on their lake at their hotel for the, for the whole summer. And we're going to do some big demo days. And, uh, you know, they, we, there's, no, there's no retailer that I'm aware of as big as Outdoor New England in the state of Vermont. And this, uh, this lake, like I said, is 700 acres. You can pedal or paddle a kayak on there in a matter of, of an hour or less all across, all the way across and back. Um, and there's, I, I'm, I, I don't work for them, but I mean, basically if somebody takes a trip with me and says, where do I get one of these kayaks? I send them to Marty or Joe at Outdoor New England. And this is going to be 
kind of the year for this where I'm, I'm hoping to get some people not just learning how to fish, but learning how to get in these kayaks and love them to where they want their own. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it might not be a great business model for me, but it gets more people into this sport. And that is why we're here. That's why we're part of the Jackson Kayak Fishing Team. That's why we're part of Orion. You know, it's if nobody's buying the product, then, you know, what, what, what are we doing in the end? Mm-hmm. But uh, really excited to work with these guys. Uh, got to do a trade show uh, in Marlboro, Mass at the fly fishing show with them to represent Jackson Kayaks, which was really cool. Um, and got my first paycheck. I don't know if you call it a check from Jackson, but uh, yeah, I got got to get a, a check from Jackson for my, my miles and my, mm-hmm. my, my day at the show, which was, which was really cool. And I just want, want to do more of those. Now, what about you, Jason? What else you got coming up besides? Um, the well, obvious? I mean, uh, this, you know, we're, we're fishing. I'm, I'm fishing, uh, the Bass Master Series this year. Um, and going to, you know, 12 different states to follow the USA Bassin Trail, which kicks off, uh, I believe this upcoming weekend in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, good segue. Uh, the Rocky Top Division, I think it's uh, Lake Cherokee, um, kicks off this weekend. So go to USA Bassin um, on the Facebooks, USA Bassin Jackson Kayak Trail. Uh, check it out. Um, free membership this year, 250 points, qualifies you for about a $12,500 uh, first place prize package at the championship. And um, so we're, we're going to be busy doing that. Uh, working on the social media side of that, making sure these anglers get the, uh, um, you know, recognition that uh, they deserve, you know, through Jackson, Orion, uh, mm-hmm. USA Bass, and personal, my, you know, my personal social media is anything we can do to highlight these anglers and, and, and build that community, hopefully get some youth involved. I love what Mike uh, you're doing up there with the youth, getting kids out on the ice. Um, that's incredible. Um, if I had someone like that to show me uh, ice that way at that age, I'd probably actually appreciate it. Right now, the only thing ice is good for is Tito's and Mio. You know what I mean? It was actually so great that I've decided to do. So we have spring break coming up in, in April, <clears throat> and I'm going to do the same thing. Uh, not not eight kids in kayaks, but you know, two to three kids, and uh, I'll have four kayaks by then. Um yep but going to do the same thing, you know, a camp that's going to kind of lower the cost per kid <laughs> out on a Jackson kayak and get fishing in some of these ponds. And our pre-spawn up here is April. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's uh, I, w- I would love to get back up to uh Winnipesaukee um, in the month of end of April, 1st of May. I, I don't know if you're allowed to target smallmouth up there that time of year, but um you can't keep them. There's the, 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 I, I'm pretty sure, geez, I have my New Hampshire guide license exam on Monday and I should know this. Um, I'm pretty sure it's two weeks in June. You can't harvest them, but you, you, but can, you target, can target, you can them. catch. Yep. But you cannot, you cannot keep them. Okay. So Nicole and I will try to get up there and we will help you uh, introduce some kids to the wonderful sport of bass fishing. And um, then we will selfishly partake in the 
unbelievableness that is Lake Winnipesaukee. <laughs> uh, I've I've got about 300 areas marked on my fish finder that if we would have been there uh, a week prior, two weeks prior, uh, when we were up there for the Hobie event last year, it it, it just would have been stupid. I mean, absolutely stupid. <laughs> so yeah. We'd so uh, I I have to tell you guys, uh, you know, by the time I got my Orion cooler, it was pretty cold outside. I didn't get to use it as a cooler. Um, but there have been some days on the ice where my normal minnow bucket, you know, at eight degrees and four degrees, that water doesn't last very long. It turns to ice and the minnows don't do well in slush. So I went ahead and got myself a floating aerator and I took my Orion 25 quart cooler and I put all my minnows in there and pulled them around on my sled and they stayed nice and happy. And, uh, I, I had, you know, I, I had this, I was trying to figure out a way to make an aerator go into this, this cooler to make this work and then found the floating aerator. But, uh, it's, it's my rod holder. It's my cup holder, uh, or my beer holder. And now it's my minnow bucket and it's, it's incredible. And happy minnows, uh, equal happy fish that you get to catch under the ice. And I've really enjoyed having it and can't wait to have it on the back of my NAR this year. Absolutely. Yeah. You can, I, hey, and no, I mean, no pun intended, but having the, the gear track on the side of this thing, it, it's an absolute game changer. I hate to say that, but you, you can just use it for so much, whether yeah. you're just wanting it for a cup holder, or a rod holder. I love seeing your posts on the, you know, ice, that thing with those small ice rods. <laughs> I mean, it was like Orion made the cooler for ice fishing. <laughs> I sell beer when I'm when I'm not fishing. I'm selling beer, and you talk about, you know, keeping your minnows from turning into ice sickles. You know, beer's the same way. Everybody loves an ice cold beer, so when I go to sample the liquid, they want it nice and cold. Well, in Indiana, when it's ten degrees outside, if you have beer in a cooler. <laughs> hey, if you got an igloo or one of those other subpar, you know, you know, Sasquatch looking coolers, you might have a ice block of a beer, but in an Orion, you still got a 33 degree ice cold freaking beer. And it, I mean, I think uh, Zach did a little piece on it with his uh, when he when he goes hunting. You know, they, they put their game in those coolers to, to, to keep it from getting frozen solid in the, yeah. in that super cold weather. So yeah, it's, it's, it's not this a cooler, cooler, it's a cooler meat locker. I mean, a cooler, warmer thing. I don't know. These things are amazing. You got to get one. Well, I, I have to bring those double IPAs with me out on the ice. Uh, Cause regardless if they're in the cooler or not, I mean, they need to be 8% uh, or else they're, you know, they're, and they're turning into slush. Yep. That's, that's, that's what they have to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, we talked a little bit about fitness a while ago. Um, just so you guys know, we have a partner that we can actually um, help you out on. Clitchfitness.com. We've got a promo code for anybody that wants something to take with them on the road. Keep that fitness level up. Hunt Leet 10. H-U-N-T. E L 
or ET E ten. Hunt Leet Ten. Like athlete, but it's Hunt Leet Ten. So check them out. Clinch Fitness. Uh super good people. Nice product. Lots of options. Um, yeah. So there's that. And we like options and um we were talking earlier about the NAR and just Jackson's in general, you know, the, the sport of kayak fishing is blowing up so much. Um, and a lot of people love one thing, like another thing, whatever. Um, but that flex drive, that new flex drive, that Mark four that they got out, um, you don't have to go spend $4,000 on a, on a brand new kayak. Mm -mm. You know, you can spend like 13, 1400 bucks and get you a freaking repower that thing i yeah, mean you ever have cool. a, a gambler bass boat or a shadow bass boat those things are like rockets on yep. steroids um you if you got a if you've got a jackson fd boat that you like repower that thing stick you stick you that that new drive on there um I, i've got a couple that we're get, we're gonna put on the the bite and the big rig um mm -hmm. and it judging from what a friend told me that may be right there um mm -hmm. <laughs> it, it really 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 makes a difference on that bite so i'm i'm really looking forward to uh oh a massive yeah, amount of difference jason how jason you have you have the mark four on the the big rig not yet we're gonna okay. we're gonna order it when we get back all right because i and, i, I want to know how that mark four does in the big rig Oh, it'll. There's no questioning it. It'll. Yeah. It's. I, yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm super. Super. Super pumped about it. And that going back to the 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 physically fit thing. If if you're going at it and going at it and going at it, you know I've 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 beat some some other boats. I beat outbacks. I beat you know the the twelves and fourteens. I've beat an R on Lake mm -hmm. Winnipesaukee. I won't say anybody's name, but uh, they know who they are, and they got beat in a three-quarter of a mile sprint. Um, and I, I beat them by a good three, four hundred, five hundred feet. I don't know. I beat them by a lot, and I know when that 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 new Mark IV gets put on that big rig, um, I'll probably be throwing up a wake. You know what I mean? So, well, you uh, gotta be able to keep that. You gotta be able to keep that wind. You know, <laughs> What's that? You gotta be able to keep your wind when you take off quick you do. like that. You you do, and I mean you you get that burn in your legs. And you're not that animal that goes and jogs like a mile before they takes off running, are you? No. no. Okay. <laughs> Don't be one of those people. I'm not. I'm not that guy. Not but that I, guy. I do enjoy. Uh, we were talking motors versus non motors um, over at Chickamauga with a with a local angler, and I I really enjoy that that six o'clock, six thirty, whatever time it is, that that adrenaline rush you get from pedaling or paddling, but for me mm -hmm. it's pedaling. Um you, I there's nothing else like it. You know, because if I don't have that, by the time I get to my first spot, I'm gonna be like, oh you know, if I had a uh you know, mm -hmm. Jeff Little makes a, a phenomenal motor, you know, the torpedo, it'll get you there in no time flat. But I'm going to be so amped up and ready to freaking go. I'm going to be casting 100 miles an hour, you know, fishing like Mark Grubbs on crack. And it's mm -hmm. it's just not gonna, it's not going to work out for me. But having that ability to get that, um, 
you know, inertia, power, you know, get that. Well, let's settle into your day. It does. It, it helps me get those nerves spent out. Yeah. Like I'm cranking it and that's all I care about. And by the time you get there, you're like, and you're ready to go. But yeah. if I just motored there, I'd be like, oh, I can't wait. You know, I'd be a, I'd be a hot mess. Uh, so I, <laughs> that's a good, that's know. a good analogy. Oh, hell yeah. I'm, you know, Hey, I'm human power all the way until I'm a couple years older and I can't. And then uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. So if you're well, watching, that, Jack, that's, that, that's why the biathlon is an event. You know, you're cross country yeah. skiing with a rifle in your back, shooting targets, you know, it's, oh, yeah. it's not that much different. It might look like a Norwegian drive by, but you know, it's, <laughs> it's a serious thing. Did you just say a Norwegian drive-by he did he did i totally ripped that off from robin williams live on broadway that's when it's like it's the punchline of his skit you know it's there's there's a whole cross-country lifestyle up here in new england uh you know where there's there's people who only cross-country ski uh i have a perfectly good chairlift i don't understand it but you know they do um but yeah that's yeah the uh the biathlon has always been a very interesting olympic event but uh, it's, I mean, it's exactly what you're saying. It's it's breathing control while you're shooting and you have to, you know, skate there on skis. Same thing in the kayak. You're pedaling. You're kind of going to chill out right before you start casting and you're not jittery. You know, by the time you get there, you're calm, collected, you're ready to fish. Yep. All right. So I challenge, I challenge Jason and Nicole. I've got your challenge, Mike. <laughs> Next year, ramping up for ice season. You need to start doing these cold water, cold water submerges. Notice I didn't challenge myself. I don't <laughs> think I can do it. But anyway, if you're game, I mean, it seems like a legit way to get ready for ice season. Well, I don't want to practice falling through the ice. No, you just get like a cattle trough <laughs> and you fill it up with water and then you just go sit in it. And put it on Instagram. Hey, People Gerald Swindle does that after every day of fishing, bud. Come on. <laughs> I probably need to. Doesn't sound like a bad idea. Anybody out it there? Sounds like a didn't... terrible idea. Have you have you <laughs> ever submerged yourself in ice water? Have you ever put yourself in the Cumberland River? Just your feet. It's cold. <laughs> I don't know. I don't That's know. Why, it's why nobody play boats in the Nantahala River anymore. Yeah. So, is there anybody at the campgrounds tonight set up, Jason? That's got the old uh, the old ice bath going. No, no, no. There's a lot of coolers. It ain't a lot ain't of it's kayak fishing that day. It's a lot of coolers. A lot of no eyed fish going on around here. I I heard about six no eyed fish. Psh, psh, psh. I'm there fishing. There's a lot. There's a lot of. Psh going on around here but no no ice no ice bass no ice bass all right fellas well we've made it past the hour so i'm gonna let you guys go all you folks out there for watching thank you very much we appreciate you um check us out check out all the great products at jacksonkayak.com pick yourself up an orion cooler a mark four flex drive or a brand new jackson kayak at one of our esteemed jackson kayak dealers shout out canoe kentucky my boys um also thanks to zpro
powering us this year. Powering uh, the Doc Talk Jackson Kayak NARFD both this year and my camera guys, Zach and Nick, taking care of us this year in our Jacksons. So thanks to Z-Pro. Check them out, zprolithium.com. Um, thanks for watching, you guys, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye. We need some outro music. Why haven't we got outro music, guys? <laughs> <laughs>